to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes that are released on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And if you're on a platform that supports it, leave us a rating or a review. And thank you so much for supporting the show. Life isn't fair is our topic for today. And let me set this up for you so you have an appreciation for the rigor that's gone into this show. Beyond thinking about how this specific topic impacted me in 2020, just as COVID was really putting a clamp on life as we used to know it, during this period in January of 2020, lost my mother. I really didn't feel like that was fair. She and I had gone through a tough period where we weren't necessarily as close as I would have liked us to be, as we would have liked to be. We were in the process of going through what was, in my mind and heart, one of the most beautiful recoveries a mother and a son could experience. When she passed, I said to myself, okay, well, I got dad. This is going to take some time for me to get used to, but I got dad. In May of the exact same year, my dad passed away. So now all of a sudden, I'm in this situation where I'm thinking I'm going to be able to depend on the other because I'm still getting used to the idea that the mother is not with us any longer. I'm going to lean on dad. Now dad's gone. I'm parentless. Family, I did not feel like that was fair. I felt like the universe was painting a situation for me that was untenable. And for the duration to be so close together, it really made me feel, I guess, a sense of irritation. I felt like, why me? I felt like this isn't fair. It's totally not fair. In fact, it's jacked up. I most certainly bear witness with each of you who may know of someone who's going through this or you yourself may be going through this. Nonetheless, let me tell you what I've done because I wanted to know who in my circle and who outside of my circle would experience stuff like this, this scenario specifically where life isn't fair. I polled just shy of 40 people and just asked them, hey, I'm getting ready to do a podcast for the audience. I want to draw conclusions from a wide range of individuals, age, sex, financial stability, and a whole bunch of other factors that I just tried to be as random as possible so I could get a very good sample set. I want to share with you some of the top responses. Mind you, before I share with you, I want you to understand that irrespective of age, sex, financial solvency, level of employment, individual contributor, management, entrepreneur, janitor, 
everybody from what we would call the top of the leadership chain to the beginning of the work environment had something to say. Let me try to unpack these for you so that you have an understanding. Many said that growing up poor, they didn't feel that that was fair. They saw other people who weren't poor able to have and do things that they literally could not do because they didn't have the resources. Or maybe some were like me who grew up in the projects. They couldn't have friends over because, well, the friends would see the roaches and they would tell everybody at school and everybody would make fun of me or a person in that situation. That's not fair. When it was time for me to put my documentation in and apply for various colleges, I noticed that with my scores, I wasn't able to apply to certain colleges, whereas others who had better scores were able to apply to the schools that I actually wanted to apply to. They didn't feel that that was fair. The collegiate school of choice would be hinged on their ACT or their SAT score. In another instance, a young lady said to me, all the guys like Susie, she didn't have to hardly do anything to get a decent boyfriend, someone that she could really befriend and have an adequate relationship with. Whereas for her, she had to do far more than what Susie had to do. She didn't feel like all of that extra effort made it fair for her. She felt like the scales were tipped in Susie's favor or others like Susie. And then I talked with another young man who said to me, he said, when I was trying to climb the corporate ladder, he was Hispanic. And he said, there were other men who were non-Hispanic who had less time as a manager, who had less technical skills and didn't have soft skills that were as polished as mine. And I was looked over year after year, watched the people that I trained rise up over me. He didn't feel that that was fair. There were others who were in line for various promotions who have been told you're going to be the next one for this specific role. They were told if they did A, B, and C, the role would surely be theirs. And they did A, B, and C. When it was time for the annual review process, at the time where all the promotions were being issued, they were looked over. They didn't get the promotion. Another young man said to me that he lived in a single-parent household and there was no father figure. Whenever there were any sort of extracurricular activities and his friends were on the team that he was on and their mother and father were present, he felt bad because he didn't have a father in the household. 
and his mother was too busy working so she couldn't attend. He didn't feel like that particular part of life was fair. And then a very large breadth of others said they didn't feel that it was fair that some people are just naturally gifted and they didn't feel that they were naturally gifted in the same way that these others were gifted. Being gifted, they felt opened up doors and other opportunities that were not available for them. And they said, Mike, it's not fair. Finally, there was another young lady that I spoke with and she said, me and my husband were trying to have a child. We were in a community with other young couples within our age group. And some of them, they were just like getting pregnant without hardly even trying. Meanwhile, her husband had to get fertility treatments, very costly fertility treatments. And even after that, they still didn't have the success that they wanted. They had to adopt. They didn't feel that that was fair. They felt like life issued them a bum card. I share all of this with you so that you know if you feel this way or like any of these examples or the people in any of these examples, you will know that you're not alone. This is a widespread situation. We're talking about it today because when we feel that life isn't fair, we have yet another stumbling block, a mode of impedance in front of us that doesn't allow us to be our best. It doesn't allow us to reach our full potential. It stifles us. It smothers us and puts us in a mental mindset where we are constantly in a comparative mindset. And we know that a comparative mindset does not allow us to be in a positive mental mindset because the whole comparative model says this person is better than you in this specific area because whatever you deduce. We don't want to be in a mindset where we can't be our best. We want to be in a mindset that is positive, that is coherent, and that allows us to put our best foot forward. I'm going to read to you a quote, and this particular quote, it may jab you just a wee bit. The problem isn't that life is unfair, says Tony Warwick. It's our broken idea of fairness, meaning our idea of fairness is centered on self. Now, I'm not going to say that this is universally applicable to everyone, but I did think that it's fair to bring this to your attention because when we're always in a mental mindset and in a space where we're doing that whole comparison thing, we at that time are ultra self-focused. He's stated within this quote that would also imply self-centered. The root cause 
of all of this apart from this idea that at the particular time we could be being self-centered. There are four principal root causes and they are I'm not getting the exact same treatment as he or she. The circumstances, the situation didn't happen the way that I wanted them to. Number three, perhaps you feel a sense of entitlement. And the extension of that would be a victim mentality. And then lastly, your expectations are out of alignment with reality. And that's where I found myself, family. I found number four to be applicable to me. The universe spoke. And when the universe speaks, that's the end of it. I had to get into a mental mindset of acceptance that these are the cards that I have been dealt. I have to ebb and flow now with the cards that I've been given. It leads me into this next principle, which is instead of thinking about fairness, think about what actually is. There are numerous things going on in your life that are probably good, but because your focus from time to time will drift into this comparative model or into thinking that it's not fair because Something didn't happen the way you thought it should happen or because of this entitlement scenario. Or perhaps you just feel flat out that, hey, certain people get better treatment than I do. Whatever the case may be, we want you to lay that aside when you start to feel that way and embrace thinking about what actually is. See, we build these preconceptions in our head on how a perfect world should operate. If it doesn't measure up to our preconceived notion, then it's out of whack. When in fact, that's exactly what actually is. It's here where we have to do the heavy lifting and the hard work with the acceptance of what it actually is. There's a difference between the way things should work and the way things actually work. We've got to be more so focused on how are things actually working? How are things going down in the life that I'm living? Sort of steer clear, push to the side this idea that life isn't fair and instead adopt what actually is. Think about what actually is going down in your life. Now, there's some corrective measures that will help you to begin to, instead of thinking about fairness, think about what actually is. You can deploy mindfulness. What's the useful point there? The useful point there, family, is when you are conscious of the things that you're thinking about and you're able to negotiate that small window of opportunity between stimulus and response, like a seamstress, you can cut that thought 
before it's able to manifest into something that you don't desire. Number two, spend more time focusing on the present and less time ruminating on the past. An awful lot of energy can be wasted by us having a fixation on things that are previous rather than taking the same energy, being in the moment through mindfulness and applying the energy that we have today to the issues of today. And what we said we would do if we were faced with this is instead of thinking about fairness, we would think about what actually is and we would lay aside what didn't happen our way the sense of entitlement. By doing so, we would be able to align our expectations with reality. And sometimes as a root cause, we said that would be out of balance. Number three, we need to accept the unpleasant aspects of our lives and move on family. In the same way that I said In my scenario, I didn't feel that their departure inside of a six-month window was fair. What I told you is I had to get over it. I had to accept that the universe had spoken and that spoken word was final. I needed to practice gratitude that I'm still here and able to impact change for my spouse and for my children. Number four, stop the comparisons. Simply stop comparing yourselves among yourselves. Doing so is not wise. Anytime you feel the urge to compare yourself with someone, you have to remember they're running their race. They have been outfitted a certain particular way to run their race, but your race is different than their race. They have gifts you have gifts. They have talents, you have talents. Are they exactly the same? No. There will be always things that they may do a little better than you, and most certainly there'll be things that you will be able to do that they can't do. Remember, we're all unique, and we all have our own strengths and weaknesses. So comparing is not a good model, especially knowing that all of us are flawed. Last one, concentrate on the present moment and keep the present moment your main thing. In the present moment, you have everything that you need to realize your goals. Focus your attention on the things that matter, not about fairness. Bill Gates says, and he's the third or fourth richest man alive, says that life is not fair. So get used to it. We got to do that. We got to get used to the idea that things are not going to go our way. We're not going to get the same treatment as others. And the whole entitlement story simply doesn't work. I believe that if you will, instead of thinking about fairness, Think about what actually is and practice some of the corrective measures that we've talked you through today. You'll be able to turn this around, family, in no time. 
because I always share with you, you are enough. You can do it. and You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals, but you can't do that if you don't feel life is fair. That's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. We do ask that you share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me on IG at your thought life. Y O R thought life, no spaces. And I read all of your comments and thanks to each of you who have left comments. And until next time, take care and be safe.